Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Bonjour, Mr. Trudeau, si vous voulez, je peux parler français, hein? It's up to you. If you want to speak English or French, I'll do either. We would love to have Mr. Trudeau on this program. Don't seem to have too much trouble getting other politicians. Well, there's some of them. Depends on how sensitive they are about things, but the prime minister, yeah, he's, uh, even though the PMO called me a couple of months ago, I, I told you, because we were all of us trying to get him on the show, because there are relevant questions to ask this man about the manner in which he's managing the country. So uh, the PMO called me, and they then they sent emails, and they said they were going to, you know, they seemed quite positive about about making it happen. And then, well, if there was a reboot, I, I'd try it. But I guess I get no way why he won't talk to me. Uh, we spoke that this all began, this political thing all began this week because of Kevin O'Leary's departure as a candidate for the leadership of the Conservative Party. It's a, it's a big issue. And I hear from people every week who want to change in government or who want to tell me that I'm wrong in, in what I think, and that's fair. Because ultimately, uh, life has changed. It changed with the election of Donald Trump. If Marine Le Pen wins in uh, France, it's going to affect Europe. Uh, Britain will head off toward Brexit. And then if Marine Le Pen wins in France, what happens in Germany? So this is a, uh, this is a rolling deck we're on, you know? Anyway, um, I want to play just a couple of little clips for you. Then we'll talk to Dr. Kelly Lee. Just a couple of very short clips from my conversation with Kevin O'Leary about why he left the leadership race for the Conservative Party. Here's the first one. I made the assumption, obviously incorrectly, that because I was born in Montreal, I could probably count on 20% in Quebec. Not an unreasonable assumption in my view. And I was trying to learn French, etc. And, you know, maybe that was optimistic, but within, you know, 17 to 20. But I never pulled better than 12. So it was a polling issue. He just didn't feel he could win. If he couldn't win in Quebec, he couldn't get enough seats in Quebec, and so there was no pathway to becoming the prime minister. Here's something else that he said to me. And then Max said, look, Kevin, you're going to have one hell of a night's sleep. You're going to have to make a decision like this. How selfish are you? Are you going to take this leadership win, knowing your probability of winning against Trudeau is very low because of your problem in getting the numbers? Or are you going to do the right thing for the party? So there you have the conversation that took place between Max Bernier, back that up when he was on with us last hour, the conversation that took place between Mr. Bernier and um, Mr. O'Leary about who was going to step aside for whom. And so now Kevin Leary stepped aside and thrown his support to Max Bernier, who spoke very strongly about respecting pipelines and Certainly didn't seem to be any special favors awaiting Denny Kader if um, 
Max Bernier becomes prime minister. Now, what's in his way are the other candidates for the leadership of the Conservative Party, and it's by no means assured who's going to win. And what's in his way is the 2019 election, which will be run against Justin Trudeau and whoever the NDP decide. That's going to be it. Those will be the three main parties, and they'll divvy up the majority of the seats. Dr. Kelly Leach is a cabinet minister in uh, Stephen Harper's government. is also a um, leadership candidate, as you know, for the Conservative Party, and, and really had this country talking, and, and I think still has the country talking, on the Canadian values issue that she would uh, impose on newcomers to this country, somebody who's coming to live here or somebody who's coming to visit here, that they understand and adhere to Canadian values. Now, I know it's become, for some people, it's become something they don't want to hear about because they think it's sort of a solo issue. It isn't. In Australia, they just passed legislation which makes it incumbent on newcomers who wish to become Australian citizens to pass an Australian values test. That's the law. And they've added to that you must now live in Australia for four, uh, five years. Was it four years? Four years. It used to be one. You must live in Australia for four years before you can apply for citizenship. You must also have an excellent command of the English language, and you must prove demonstrably that you've been able to assimilate into Australian culture and Australian life. So it's the Australian values. It's the extended period of time before you can apply for citizenship. It's uh, knowing the English language, and it's proving that you are assimilating or have assimilated into the Australian way of life. Otherwise, you don't get the citizenship. I don't know if they're going to remove you. That I don't know. I'm reading up more and more on this legislation. Dr. Kelly Leach is with us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Dr. Leach, good to talk to you again. Thanks for having me, Roy. I greatly appreciate it. So, I mean, has has Australia essentially validated your point? Well, I think Australians have come to the conclusion that having a values test is is extremely important for their nation. And I've been talking about this common sense approach for Canadians and what I would do with respect to uh, individuals immigrating and coming to Canada. I think each person should have a face-to-face interview and be asked to uh, accept our Canadian values. And I I think the Australians have uh, helped prove the point, and uh, I'm looking forward to having the opportunity to move forward with this when I'm Prime Minister in 2019. So now, if you become the Prime Minister of Canada and you have the Canadian Values Test and someone does not satisfy whatever the parameters are for the test, what happens to that person? Well, what I've talked about is having individuals, as I say, interviewed with face-to-face interviews on it when they're coming to, uh, to Canada and then being asked these questions. And if they do not uh, accept our Canadian values, then we will not be accepting them. You know, this is not complicated, you know, and I think and I've heard from Canadians from coast to coast to coast that this is exceptionally important to them. And I know that 74 percent of Canadians are behind me on this and 90 percent of conservatives. And I won't be changing my mind. You know, I uh, I'm in a leadership race right now. You're mentioning some of the other candidates and uh, there's a few that that do flip flop. But I don't and I won't be in the future on this issue or on any other. What are what are some of the questions? This is what the question that I get asked by way of email and, and tweets as well, is what exactly are the Canadian values that Dr. Leach would be asking newcomers about? What what are they? 
Well, when I've talked about our, our unique Canadian identity, I've talked about a value set of hard work, generosity, freedom, and tolerance, that we have a Canadian way of life. You know, men and women are equal here. You can love who you wish. You can worship who you wish or no one. Um, but we, that we don't accept uh, a way of resolving our issues with violence. And uh, for myself, these questions will be quite simple. And right now, individuals who are applying to come to Canada educate themselves about Canada. They read our immigration guide, at least that's my hope. Um, but now we'll be asking them questions about that and the values that are outlined. Do you have a fear then and a concern that there's a significant percentage of people who've come to this country in recent years who just refuse to accept the Canadian values that that you would be asking about? Well, what I what I want is, you know, we talk in the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act about nation building, who we will be in the future, right. economically, socially, and culturally. And this country, our country, is the envy of the world because of the values that it has been constructed on. And I want to make sure that those values are protected, and I will do what the means are as Prime Minister of this country to make sure that that occurs. And I recognize that uh, you know other individuals in the race that I'm in uh, may uh, have a different idea on this, but a country is built on values, and ideas come from those values. And for myself, these values that have built our country into being the envy of the world, the place people want to come to every day, um, are worth protecting. We don't do a really good job of explaining Canada's successes, our history, our, our accomplishments, the, uh, the the things that Canada has, in fact, contributed to the evolution of the, the society we live in. We don't teach mm-hmm. Canadian history, and I think at least four provinces, it's not mandatory, for students in our school system to, uh, to, to take a, a Canadian history course. And in other provinces where it is, it's pretty superficial. So it's, it's become almost de rigueur, it's become fashionable to ignore what Canada has done in the past, and particularly where war efforts are concerned. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I agree with you, and I think that Canada has contributed substantially to the international stage, and, but it's because of who we are yeah. and the value set we share. And you are correct. I think that having a free, open democracy as we do that's, that's built on that shared value set takes work. This does not happen by accident. It takes work and it takes thoughtfulness in order to achieve this. And I think Canadians deserve to have someone who cares about Canadian values, to not only lead our Conservative Party, but also to lead our country. And we right now have a Prime Minister who doesn't think we even have a core identity as a people. No, and he doesn't um, believe, he says it's Canada is the first post-nation state. This is ridiculous. You know, we have a Prime Minister who thinks that... He wants to, I, I think he's running to be the, the Secretary of the United Nations, gallivanting all over the globe, giving away tax, Canadian taxpayer dollars. I can tell you, Roy, when I'm Prime Minister of this country, I'll be looking to take care of Canadians first and making sure that tax dollars of Canadians are used to support Canadians or, quite frankly, going back into their own pockets so they can take care of their families and their communities themselves. I have to, I have to take a break in a moment, then we'll talk some more. I want to talk to you about some other issues, that uh, policies mm-hmm. and issues that would confront a Prime Minister today. Um, but what does your polling show as far as uh, the level of acceptability of the Canadian Values Initiative is concerned? They're outstanding. In fact, you know, I find it incredible. In September of last year, 67% of Canadians agreed with this, of all political backgrounds. I took a huge amount of abuse, as you know, from the left and from elites and from individuals in the Liberal Party. 
And then, miraculously, I came out the other end with 74% of Canadians supporting me and 90% of Conservatives supporting me. Um, Canadians actually understand that we need to have a strong value system and that we have a unique identity. Obviously, our Prime Minister is completely out of touch. Dr. Leach, hold on. We're going to come back and we'll talk some more uh, with you about what your plans would be if, if you were confronted as Prime Minister with the issues that are confronting the current Prime Minister. Questions I've asked of Mr. Bernier and Mr. O'Toole and Mr. Shear as we've gone through the program today. And then we'll have some time for some calls. And before the end of the show, we'll go to Fort McMurray and talk to Kevin and Stacy. And I'm going to play back for you the last 60 seconds of my interview with the university professor yesterday that ended, well... Not in the most friendly of terms. Stay with us. Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back with Dr. Kelly Leach on the Chorus Radio Network. Dr. Leach, if um, if you're the Prime Minister of Canada and you have a national defense minister who frankly lies about his accomplishments when he's representing this country outside the country, as uh, Harjit Sajjan did about being the architect, supposedly, of Operation Medusa, we know that, uh, that the defense minister had a, a very positive record as an intelligence officer, but he... He stepped over the line in India. He stepped over the line in 2015. What would you do as prime minister? I'd relieve him from his uh, position, and I'd uh, have him sitting in the back bench and be asking the people that uh, got him elected to reconsider what they'd be doing in the future. He wouldn't be sitting in my cabinet anymore. What are the fundamentals that you would demand of, uh, of, of every caucus member? Would it be allegiance to the party, allegiance to the country, allegiance to the prime minister? Where would the freedom exist for your, for your caucus to maybe disagree with you and, and to take a bit of a different tack occasionally and, and support constituents? Well, look, the, the great thing about the Conservative Party is that we actually have fulsome debate, and we're going through that right now in our leaders. Um, but my expectation of a caucus in the future is that we have a, that rich debate amongst our caucus, but we go out on the playing field as a team. And when it comes to votes in the House of Commons, obviously governments uh, whip government votes for their cabinet ministers and parliamentary secretaries. But when there are votes of conscience, I'll be allowing every single individual in my caucus to vote their conscience. I think that that's uh, extremely important. And they must be able to represent both themselves as well as their constituents. Carbon tax. Abolish immediately. Oil sands. Support. I grew up in Fort McMurray, Alberta. I want a pipeline put in, well, multiple pipelines put in the ground immediately. And I know how to do that. You know, we don't need to continue to have these long-winded negotiations and everything else. We own utility corridors. Let's just buy the pipe, put it in the ground, and make sure the Canadians have jobs. What do you do about uh, somebody like Denny Kader, who argues uh, vociferously against pipelines uh, going anywhere near the city of Montreal and argues they're terrible for the environment, terrible for the province of Quebec, terrible for Canada, when he allows, without any, without any disputing, uh, tankers from the Middle East and North Africa to wind their way up the St. Lawrence River and back down again? Well, Roy, I have a very uh, position. 
views, and I don't think that we should be accepting unethical uh, Saudi oil from a country that doesn't share our value set. You know, last I checked in our country, men and women are equal when we could be putting Canadians to work. You know, I grew up in Fort McMurray, Alberta, and the oil and gas sector in our country is outstanding. And we should be doing whatever we can to make sure that individuals across this country have an opportunity to have a job related to that that uh, oil and gas sector. If it's Danny Coderre, he can get out of the way because we'll be building pipelines and making sure we use Canadian oil to support Canadian jobs and also Canadians across the country. And you're confident that uh, your platform continues to be one that appeals to a majority of Canadians that will take you not only to the leadership of the Conservative Party, but in fact to the Prime Minister's office. Absolutely. You know, I'm very fortunate. I've been talking about common sense ideas that the majority of Canadians agree with. You know, like some of the other leadership candidates, as I've said to Maxime Bernier, we can't beat Justin Trudeau by being Justin Trudeau. You know, he and Mr. O'Leary had a pretty, you know, they share a view as the Prime Minister you know, of one mind on drug legalization. You know, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Bernier likes to say that uh, he wants to uh, get rid of corporate subsidies, but he's the guy that wrote the $200 million check to Bombardier. Let's be clear. I have common sense ideas, and I'm consistent, and I'll continue to be that consistent conservative. You mean Bombardier doesn't have a right to the Canadian Treasury? I always thought they did. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it just well, appears to be that way to me. <laughs> Thanks for the time today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Have Good a great day. You. Bye-bye. Dr. Kelly Leach on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right, so is one of the four Conservative Party candidates that you heard on today's program the person that you want to see lead the party against uh, Justin Trudeau in 2019? Or maybe one of the other candidates? I don't know how you feel. But I know that you've, uh, there's, there's, been, there's been a tremendous amount of attention paid to the political scene this week with the disappearance, so far, of Kevin O'Leary and the leadership race for the Conservative Party. I wanted to hear, I wanted you to hear some of the um, leadership candidates who have been making some noise, and some people have been saying have a significant um, opportunity to come out winning on May 27th. That doesn't mean the others don't. 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Is Kelly Leach's Canadian Values program something that you sign on to? Is it something that you don't want to see in Canada? Are you for it or are you against it? Uh, Maxime Bernier, he's a Quebecer. Does that disqualify him as Prime Minister for some of you in the West? I see emails that say, yeah. 1-800-263-2428. 2428 whos impressed you? Who hasn't? One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Now you're sorry, are you sorry? Kevin O'Leary's departed. 